0: Welcome to our social impact, brought to you by the Prison Scholar Fund, that has a mission of providing education and employment assistance to help incarcerated people succeed and thrive in society while avoiding homelessness and the revolving door of incarceration. As a nonprofit, we rely on investments, board members, and volunteers. So please connect with us. Visit our website, prisonscholars.org. Send us an email at info at prisonscholars.org. You can find volunteer opportunities, learn about becoming a board member, and make an investment on our website. You can also make an investment through Patreon, where you can find us at Prisonscholars. Without further ado, welcome to the next episode of our Social Impact. Thanks for joining us. So today, or I guess tonight, our next speaker is uh, Ronald Simpson Day. And what's your role at JLUSA? I am the Director of Outreach and Alumni Engagement. Okay. So, he is joining us for our podcast and thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for and, having me. And tonight our JLUSA 2019 cohort just graduated. Yes. So, that's a pretty exciting
1: thing. Absolutely. So, tell me how, how you ended up in that role here. Oh, man. My journey to just leadership has been an amazing one. Uh, a little bit of my backstory, I served 27 years uh, in prison in Michigan on wrongful conviction. I went to prison in 1985. My conviction was overturned in 2012 and along the way I became an advocate while I was inside. I did like 25 years with the advocate while I was inside and inside of prison. I was a named plaintiff on a case called Kane versus MDOC, which was the largest class action lawsuit in Michigan history for on behalf of incarcerated people around conditions of confinement. And fast forward to 2012 once I got out, I, started, I continued my advocacy work. I, I became a research assistant for University of Michigan. Uh, their, uh, their social Which program? Oh yeah, the uh, social the social study program, MSW program. I was a research assistant with them. Then American Friends Service hired me to be a project coordinator for a project I created called the Good Neighbor Project. And then I met Glenn Martin at University of Michigan. Uh, I was speaking, and he was speaking at the same event, and he invited me to apply for the first cohort of the Just Leadership program in 2015. So you're, you're a cohort
0: number one. It's cohort number one. It's like, because I've met you for you know on and off about a year during our cohort mm-hmm. and just you know from my perspective you don't really seem like the person that did 26 years in prison for wrongful, wrongful conviction. You think that I would kind of set
1: a person a certain way? No because I feel like you know to be angry and bitter is, is kind of useless. I mean like David tells us what does failure mean? It means nothing. So, I mean, yeah, I spent 27 years in prison for something I didn't do, but I believe in the laws of reciprocity. I might not have been uh, guilty of what I was convicted of, but I was not a Boy Scout by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) So, you know, karma. I did my time. I didn't complain about it. I got out and didn't complain about it. I didn't get any compensation for serving all that time. And I'm just trying to make the most of my time now to get something back to the community. And how did they overturn your conviction? Was it DNA evidence that came up or? No, the, uh, the court finally agreed my argument that my conviction was overturned on prosecutor misconduct of all things. The like, evidence hadn't changed, the, the facts hadn't changed, nothing changed in 25 years. But the court actually looked at what I've been arguing for you know for 27 years and said, "Oh, this is wrong." Crazy, that's
0: my conviction. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And so, what was your advocacy work on the inside? Were you a jailhouse lawyer?
1: Yes, so I, I worked. Uh, I was a paralegal at an organization called Prison Legal Services of Michigan, which was the only re- actual law firm inside of a prison in the United States, and it came about because of a consent decree lawsuit against Michigan in the late seventies, early eighties and when Michigan, they, they, well, they didn't lose this case, but they entered into a consent decree and part of the consent decree was to provide access to court, meaningful access to court to people in prison in Michigan and prison legal service was born out of that. And when I went to prison in 85, maybe 92, I applied for for a job with them and they hired me. Nice. <laughs> so how many cases do you help all your, on the inside? In? And did any of your cases make it to court? Yes. I mean, I got, I got a, a bunch of reversals when I was inside. And the thing about it, I worked I did work in the criminal justice unit. We had like three units. We had a family uh unit, an administrative law unit, and a criminal law unit. Are these units inside the prison? Yeah, they were they were part of the same office. Oh, okay. We had three in the office, we had like three different units inside the one office. Okay. And I worked on criminal law.
0: And so were you in state prison or federal prison? State area? prison. Okay.
1: It was a state prison conviction, yes.
0: So tell me what you love most about GLUSA because you're doing big things now.
1: Man, I, I I love the fact that we are investing in the leadership of other people. That you know, Glenn Martin and his infinite wisdom created this space for those of us who've been directly impacted. Because in 2014, 2015, this didn't exist. You know, and you know for yourself, the people that were directly impacted trying to do this work were marginalized. We were pushed out by the academics and by the law uh, professors and by the legal uh, the legal. Um, law enforcement people would have to. They were the so-called experts. Yeah. We were the people that actually had experienced it. And so for Just Leadership to come into this create this space for us was so unique. And I love that when I, went, when I went through the first cohort, it was so impactful for me. I said, man, I wish that my dream job would be able to get a job with Just Leadership USA. So that maybe the most surprising thing
0: is I can imagine there'd be one cool cohort. But it seems like there's so many, and even in our cohort, you look around the room, there's people that are changing laws, mm-hmm. emptying prisons, being elected as mayors of cities. Mm-hmm. So it's, how, how do you curate so many amazing people in the country doing such amazing work?
1: Well, like, hey, like we say, people come up, they're already leaders. Yeah. And it just, you know, it, it's the whole adage, you, know, you remember David talked about uncaging a tiger. You know, the, the lion is caught in the cage and we, our program releases the, the leader in the person because they're already leaders. There's nothing we doing. You guys are already doing amazing work. And so for the, we developed a program to help enhance the, your ability to do that work. Amazing. So what
0: advice would you give somebody that uh, maybe the, this podcast gets on the inside of a prison or mm-hmm. maybe
1: just newly released people that want to change the world? What do you say? Man, I say. Uh, go for it. If your interest is in advocacy at all and you want to help train, change the system, just start doing the work because other stuff will come to you. I mean, just leadership came to me. I didn't look for just leadership. I had no idea what just leadership was. When I got into it, it wasn't even a thing yet because they were developing it. But because I was in the work and doing the field, the opportunity came. And if one thing you heard our lead instructor David Menson always say, every conversation should be an opportunity. And so that's just what happened. The opportunity presented itself through a conversation I had with a gentleman I met at some place I was speaking. So are you doing this full-time then? Absolutely, you- man, full-time. I'm doing it overtime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm definitely doing it full-time.
0: So what your next project? Just kind of finding the next cohort for 20, 2020?
1: Well, I'm, I'm doing uh, several things with Just Leadership. We just received a grant from uh, the MacArthur Safety and Justice Challenge. Um, we are now working on engagement between the safety and justice challenge sites around the country and the advocacy community. So, I'm not familiar with the safety and justice challenge sites. You want to explain what that is? Yeah, safety. The safety and justice challenge is a huge project that the MacArthur Foundation launched in 2016 or 17. They've got like hundred and fifty million dollars invested in it right now that nice. they've spent since then. And but all that money has gone to basically uh government agencies and prosecutors and mayor's offices and stuff. And what's supposed to have happened was the money is said was given to help cut the prison population, kinda of in line with just leadership is doing. Because your goal is half of half, the, yeah, by twenty thirty. Yes, just leadership goals to cut the national prison population in half by twenty thirty. And the MacArthur SJC challenge was to actually, you know, help further that process. But what happened was the money went to the government agencies, but didn't get to the advocates in the community, the people on the ground doing the work. So I have been tasked to find ways to to engage the community with the MacArthur Safety and Justice Challenge sites. There are currently, I think it's 42 actual sites around the country, and then there's another 10 or 12, what they call a... a, 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 a our organization we are a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm, I'm brain locking because it's been a long day. Shake it out man. There are actual sites and then there are other sites like with partner sites and you know, we like one of the partner organizations okay. for like a, and we go in and help do the work to help the, what they're trying to do. So you're juggling that,
0: juggling the next cohort. Yes. Do you have any other uh, agendas or initiatives? Under
1: wraps. Yes. Well, you know, we have emerging leaders trainings that we do across the country as well. Now, emerging, I heard you had one in Alaska recently. Yeah, we just had one in Alaska last month. Uh, emerging leaders, as you know, is a, is a one day snapshot of our year long Leading with Conviction training. And and you mentioned you asked the question about what if somebody can do that's maybe just getting out or just want to get involved in advocacy. What can they do? They can attend one of those emerging leaders training to help with their appetite. You know about what advocacy actually is. And how does someone attend one? Uh, we have a. Like six a year, and we have the applications online, applications on, on social media, and if a person applies for an Emerging Leaders Training, all they have to do is show up. There's no fee, it's free, and if they get to the training, we don't pay for transportation to it, but if they get yeah. there, we can actually let them in. And how many cities have you done it in? We have done a total of 20 cities. The one we did in Washington, D.C. on um, September the 7th was our 20th one. Yeah, I know you were in Seattle just a couple of months ago. I I showed up for that one. Yes. We were in Seattle,
0: Detroit. We did six this year. So somebody can just Google Just Leadership USA, Emerging Leaders, find the application.
1: It's just that easy. Yep. Our our website is JLUSA.org. And if you click on that, you'll find all the information you need about what we do. Awesome. And they can or they can reach out to me. Yeah, <laughs> you you can get, you can uh, give a plug for yourself. If you want to drop an email or whatever. Sure, sure. I'm Ronald Simpson Bay S I M P S O N hyphen B E Y. Uh, my email address is ronald at jlusa org, and I'm the director of outreach and alumni engagement. And I'm looking forward to engage anybody that's interested in doing this work. Ronald, thank you so much for joining us. I know you've been working all day, so <laughs>
0: thanks for being. We well, cut you loose and, uh, I really appreciate you and everything that your organization is doing.
1: I appreciate you as well. And, hey, keep up the great work that you're doing out there. All right. Thank, thank you my thank friend. Yes awesome. sir.